Hey everybody, Maria here. Welcome to Girl Water Your Grass. We are interrupting our regularly scheduled program to let you know that today is actually going to be a repeat of an episode we did last year. In case you missed it or just need a refresh, it's called The Space Between. We had recorded three episodes and uh, had some tech technical difficulties and ended up losing them and have not been able to recover them. So due to time and scheduling, you are going to get to hear a repeat today. Let us know what you think of it. We hope you all enjoy it and learn something and we'll see you next week. Welcome to Girl Water Your Grass. talk about all the things to better yourself, your family, your career, your dreams, your goals, and your life, and how God's dreams over us are so much bigger than our own. We are just two girlfriends who grew up in the bluegrass state of Kentucky with five brothers each and have reunited to take our dreams to the next level. Now we're inviting you to get out of your own way, girlfriend, and come on this ride because on this journey of a lifetime, we never arrive. Welcome back to Girl Water Your Grass. Welcome everybody. We just want to thank all of our listeners for all of the support and the love, the downloads, the likes, the shares, and just want to continue spreading all of the goodness. So we are so grateful for you and just um, so excited to be back here today and discuss this topic we have talking about that space in between. And we all have times in our life where there is just space in between of not knowing where we've where we are and where we're going next. And I know you're probably thinking of the Dave Matthews song, The Space Between. Whenever I hear that term, <laughs> that's what I always go back to. <laughs> it makes me think of one of his songs. And then it makes me think of a concert he had and a sneaking in in high school. <laughs> Don't do that. And then the Dave Matthews. I've been to a few Dave Matthews concerts. Yeah. Good concert down in Murray, Kentucky, an acoustic concert. So, so fun. No sneaking in, have to pay your way. We don't exactly. want to encourage any uh, was, criminal behavior on here. No, it was kind of a funny situation because we thought we thought we had real tickets. We had scalped them and turned out they weren't and whole thing. But well, it made for fun adventure. So anyways, the space between <laughs> is it's a place that, you know, most of us, like MK said, most of us don't love it because not knowing what's next requires a lot of faith, you know, it requires, it's that space of, you know, how do you be intentional with your thoughts and the stories you're telling yourself? Um, let's talk a little bit about that, MK. That yeah, your, you know, I guess the example I would give to you, there's so many examples, but it really just boils down to is control. And I think an example is like when you go to the doctor and you come back, they call you and they say your test was abnormal. That space between not knowing what might be abnormal is horrible, right? Because yes. once you know, 
what you have to deal with, then, okay, we'll research it. This is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to proceed. And you can actually take action, Mm -hmm. but it's that space of not knowing that is so difficult for us. And so we want to talk today about that and how it's not wasted time. It's not purposeless, but it's very much for us and how we can really walk through that season in a beautiful way with faith, hope, and love. Yeah. Start really with hope. Well, and one other thing real quick before we dive into that is I think sometimes, you know, we just want to be either all in over here or all in over there. And what's interesting is I would venture to say a lot of our life, we actually are in that space in between. So it is important to know how do we step into that space well without feeling like we're a victim to our lives or to our circumstances and knowing how to use that time. Well, and you know, when you and I were talking about that, we, we realized that, that, uh, correlation between faith, hope, and love in this. So the first step we were talking about how hope is kind of your starting space. Like when you are in the space between where, okay, maybe you got out of this job and, you're like, I don't know what's next. Or maybe you got out of this relationship and you're not sure what's next. And there's so many examples or like that medical thing, you know, there's a million examples we could use. Um, Maybe you're in a space of, you know, you just had a miscarriage and you're trying to get pregnant. You know, there's, there's so many times that we find ourselves in the space between, and there can be a tension knowing how do I look forward to the future, but I just got out of this but I'm here in the middle. And so how do you live that tension? Well, you live that with hope. I mean, we're dead without hope. You know, yeah, we know. I mean, go ahead. We have to have hope. Hope is everything. If we don't have hope, we have nothing. And that's why we ultimately have to have like heaven as our hope, because if there's nothing after this world, then it's, it's purposeless, our existence, right? Yeah. But yeah. hope is everything. And there's that, there's such purpose in that. I think a great example just in our world today is like, it's a really crazy time that we're living in. Yeah. But we just want to encourage all of you that there is hope. There are so many amazing, good people. Like, I don't know what news station it is, but maybe there's a good one out there. Like there is hope in the world, right? And there's, there's so much good that does happen. And I think oftentimes we only see and that's where that reticular activator comes in. We yes. only see all the problems going on in the world. The world shut down. It's actually starting to open back up, which is nice. <laughs> all of the things. And we, we have to have hope because yeah. without it, we are with, we have nothing. Yes. And the practical part of that, because I know for me, there's been a lot of times in my life where I've struggled to know, how do I, how do I handle that? in between space. How do I hold that tension? How do I hope when I don't know that what I want is going to happen, but I believe the hope is saying that, you know what, there is a possibility that this could happen. What if this could happen? Because a lot of times, again, we know what we focus on, we see more of. And so if I'm focusing on, you know what, I just lost everything. This isn't, you know, nothing good's going to come. Um, there's nothing good up ahead. Look at the world, look at this situation or that. Well, if I am constantly thinking that and focusing that I'm going to see more of that because of our RAS. And on top of that, I'm going to probably be feeling depressed and frustrated, maybe angry. And then I'm going to show up not to my life in a way that I'm going to end up self-sabotaging myself for beautiful things in the future. 
So that hope is saying, Hey, this, this, there's a possibility for good in my life. There's absolutely, I have a, a friend um, that we've done a lot of business together. And something that he always says is, you know, keep your hopes up, keep your hope up, <laughs> you know, you know, your best days are ahead of you. And so if we actually stepped into that belief that guess what, like my best days are ahead of me, keeping those hope, keeping your hopes up. It's huge. It's everything you have to have hope. And that's where, um, we have to be the hope of the future and our children are our hope of the future. Right. And just pouring into them and thinking that there is a great future ahead. We have great plan. God has great plans for our life, for everything that we're dealing with. So, and then just building on that and something you said to me years ago, Maria, that I just remember, I don't know if you remember this is just, you know, when we hope for something or wish for something or have the space in between that we want to believe that God is going to take care of it and that our dreams are all going to come true and all those things, but we don't really believe it on a, on a mental level. A lot of times on a head, head level, we don't believe it. And I remember you saying to me, God never says no, never that he says, yes, not right now, or I have something better. Mm. And that has just stayed with me for so long. And that does embody faith, hope and love really. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And that shows that faith part. I'm glad you said that because the faith part, if we actually believe that we have a father who loves us and who has amazing, beautiful things for us and for, you know, for our lives and for what we're created for, you know, that then holding on to that hope that sometimes, you know, what we perceive as a no is, is a, is a, an incredible, beautiful father who's saying there's something so much better you know, you're holding on to something that is, is just okay. Do you want okay? Or do you want amazing? Mm, it's so good. And, and that's really the premise of our entire podcast here is that <laughs> we really believe and trust that God's dreams over us are so much bigger than our own. Yes. And as we have both stepped into that place in our own life, we just, I feel like both of us are just living from a, such a place of joy that is just net second to none, right. That I've never experienced before really living in this place of faith totally head and heart space. And we want that for all of you all, because it's so beautiful whenever you really step out on faith and trust that his dreams are bigger than our own and that he is a father in the details. And there is so much going on behind the scenes that we don't know. And God is back there painting the canvas. He already knows what it's going to be. And there will be a day where he unveils the curtain, if you will. And we Mm -hmm. see this beautiful canvas. I love that analogy where uh, we see the underside of the tapestry as our life is being weaved together, but God is looking down on it and he sees the beautiful masterpiece of the life that he's weaving together for us. Mm. And we have to believe that that is what's going on. Yeah. And you know, one, I think one last aspect of that faith part too is, is, you know, you and I've talked about this analogy of the dominoes, right? Where sometimes you're sitting in that space and you're going, nothing is changing. Nothing's getting better. Nothing is shifting. I'm just here. And what the heck? And it, and it can be very frustrating and start to go into a place of frustration, but something that, and you and I have really seen this in our lives at different points where it's almost like this, these dominoes that God's like setting up these dominoes in our lives. And it seems like nothing's happening. And then all of a sudden that he pushes the, like one of the dominoes over and boom, everything's like all the pieces fall into place. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> and then you're connecting the dots backwards and you're going, oh my gosh, All along, right. Like all along, I thought that this was for nothing. And then all along, this just seemed like senseless suffering and this didn't make sense, but really 
there was this beautiful love story in our lives of a father who really cares about us that was being created and working in conjunction with our free will to choose for our lives, right? Um, to create something really beautiful. But a lot of times we don't see it until we connect the dots backwards. It is. And it's, that really is the story of us. So, you know, y'all have gotten to know us somewhat on here, but Marie and I knew each other as children and really fell out of touch. I would say for 20 years, I mean, I've saw you a couple of times in between there and listened to your lovely yeah. music, but, <laughs> you know, just knowing every time I would see Maria, it would just fuel my soul. And I'd be like, she's so amazing. And just, she was always such a light and someone that I just loved, but then it would be five years and I wouldn't, hadn't seen you and would run into each other. And then the Lord and very intentionally reconnected us a couple of years back, maybe three years ago. And it's just been literally boom, boom, boom. <laughs> it is just unbelievable. And now I see like he planted those seeds mm-hmm. 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. And it's just yeah. so beautiful to know, like from the time we were little girls, he had a big plan for us to be working together and we had no idea. <laughs> so I just can't wait to see where it goes. It's so much fun. <laughs> It is, which brings us to our third point about living in the space between, which is love. And if you know MK and I, we're all about loving people into life and, you know, loving well, that that's very important to us. And so learning to love where we are in the moment and love those, like even more than loving where we are, because sometimes we're going to be in spaces where we're like, I don't love this space and that's okay. But Loving the person and the people that's in front of us today, even if it's not the what, where, who, when, how, what that we want to be in, but learning to savor those moments, to be present to those moments and to be really present to your life with love. So good. I mean, I know whenever you're a lot of you moms out there that are in baby stage, you're like, I just will be happy when he sleeps through the night. And then I'll be happy when they can wipe their own bottom. And then I'll be happy when they don't drag mud through the house. And you know, we spend so much of our life, not really loving the stage we're in. And then you look back and you're just wishing when they're headed off that you loved well, and we're more folk, you know, being, be where your feet are being present. Wow. So loving those seasons, even if it's not something you love cleaning up after kids every day, or just all those seasons of waiting and, mm-hmm. and through that love, like being present, but knowing that this space is necessary, like it's, yeah. it's truly part of your own growth, part of your own molding and shaping. And Mm -hmm. maybe I need to be cleaning up messy stuff all day long because I need more humility and I need more um, servant, more of a servant's heart and all those things. Right. So it's, it's not, it's happening for me to grow in virtue. Yeah. And you know, the other part of that, and just on a very personal level, when I look back, I remember there was a moment in my life where there was a lot of really painful things that happened. And it was one thing after another, it was just boom, 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 boom. And I remember just taking some time and I was sitting with the Lord and I was just sobbing and tears were just pouring down my face. And, and I just, as I was just kind of sitting there with the Lord, I saw in my mind's eye, I just saw my heart like broken open. And I remember thinking, Lord, my heart's ruined. You know, all this terrible stuff has happened and, and I'm ruined and my heart's ruined. And, and I felt the Lord say, no, Maria, we are, our hearts are, I don't put hearts back together. Actually, when your heart is allowed to be, to be broken open is a space that creates space for you to love deeper and more and for you to receive more love. And so if you're in a space of suffering right now, it can seem like 
this is wasted space, you know, the space between in a place of suffering, but recognize that in that broken heart space. And I just, for whatever reason, feel like I'm supposed to talk about this part of it in there is that that is a space where there is an invitation for greater love. And even though it doesn't feel like it. And so to be brave enough to sit in that in-between space, even when it's uncomfortable. And even when you're like, I hate this moment, I went out of this moment, right? Cause it hurts so bad, but being able to sit in that can be one of the most powerful things in our lives, you know, to sit in that space and eventually it doesn't hurt so bad. And eventually, you know, and it may take years coming out of that before you're able to look back and connect the dots. For me, it did take years. <laughs> There's yeah. still dots I'm connecting, but learning to be okay with that space in between and to sit in that. And you're not sitting in it alone, alone, you know, sitting in it with the Lord, sitting in it with those that you trust with a trusted friend or a significant other, a love, you know, or spouse that that's important. It really is. And, you know, if you know me, patience is not my strong suit. (laughs) And I remember it was about, I had a really powerful pivotal moment. Um, Just, it's just been several weeks ago just going through some stuff. And I had a woman who was, I say that she was just an angel the Lord put before me yeah. who just came over to me and prayed with me out of the blue and said, you know, the Lord is telling me to tell you to wait. Mm-hmm. And it was just really powerful. And waiting is so hard for, for us type <laughs> A people, right? But it's something that's so necessary. And I have seen so much beauty happen as I've leaned into that with resistance, I will tell you. <laughs> Yes. It's like, I guess the questions I would tell you to ask yourself is what do you have for me to learn in this time? Mm -hmm. How do you want to mold me? Lord, how do you want to shape me? Mm -hmm. I don't have to know the why, but whatever you want me to learn in this season, I'm open to that. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, um, I'm currently in a season of transition and that's okay. There's so much for me to learn during that. And because of just some things we've been through over the past four to five years, I've learned to be okay uh, with transition times because I know that the father's dreams over us or so. And I really believe I have faith, hope, and love and trust that that is actually truly that God is who he says he is. Mm-hmm. And so I don't necessarily always like those times of transition. I don't like the unknown. But I'm just leaning into that right now because I don't know what's next. And I want to learn whatever I'm supposed to learn and to just lean into mm-hmm. to what I do know and just be open and be detached from my agenda and totally open to whatever the Lord has for me. So good. So guys, we would love to hear, you know, what is your experience with the space between, you know, what, it, what are some things you learn to use those times well? You know, what, what has that been? Um, because everyone's experience with, with it is very different, you know? And it, and I think something that we can also encourage you is that, you know, it's something that you grow th- like everything is you grow through it with life and you get better with it as you do it. Um, I know I have been one to kick and scream through these times and I'm learning and still learning and hopefully getting better to not pout and whine through the times of the unknown, but to embrace them. Yeah. And to just press into them. Yeah. What do you think actually, let's just shoot from the hip here some, but you know, what do you think is the hardest part about the space between what have you found for you personally? That's such a great question. I think one thing 
that I have really learned is really releasing control Mm -hmm. as a person that likes things planned, likes things to go my way when it hasn't gone my way. Um, but that, that's where a deepening of my faith has really come in because I've, I've had to let go, but when we Mm -hmm. let go and let God, I really do believe his, his plan is better than our own, but I think it's taken me a a long time to get there. Mm. I think at the heart of it is probably a control issue. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? I think for me that the most challenging has been just the hope, you know, the hoping that it, and Actually, I was got together with a friend of mine earlier this morning, such a crazy, crazy gift, but we've been friends for just short of 30 years. And, um, we were pen pals when we were like 13 and we were, we were talking about this idea of, you know, when we are, um, when we're hoping for something, a lot of times the hope is hard because we have this idea that this needs to happen by this point that there are a lot of shoulds. And I probably, a lot of you guys have heard our podcast on, on not shoulding yourself (laughs) and, and shoulds a lot of times we make, we, those get in our way for hope Um, as well as time. Time was something that God, you know, that like it's, it is mysterious, but time is for us. But many times I think we use time against us. So it's like, well, this didn't happen by this point. So it's just never going to happen or, well, this should have happened by this point since it didn't. Oh, well, it's too late, you know? And so I think the hope part is, I know that there's been a lot of moments in my life where I've lived in this should space of, well, I was really hoping that this should have happened by this point. And mm-hmm. when it hasn't, when you be like, well, forget it all. It's all ruined. Never mind. <laughs> and how many people live in that space of like, like, every day showing up to a job that they hate. And then by the time they're 47, they're like, well, I only have 12 years till retirement. No, it's never too late. It's never too late. Yeah. Right. Such a good having that hope. Mm -hmm. So I think just that the hope part for me is an underlying that, which ties in both with that faith and trust that every part of our story is important. Every part of our journey is being utilized for our good you know, which goes back to trusting that we have a father who has good things for us. And then God's dreams over us are bigger than our own. <laughs> it's so true. this week, we just want you to really know that if you are in a season of unknown, in a season mm-hmm. of waiting in the space in between, mm-hmm. it's okay. Yeah. And not only is it okay, but it's necessary yeah. and it's happening for you, for your own growth, yeah. for whatever it is that is the next step in your life. Mm-hmm. And that you can and will come out on the other side and it will, nothing is wasted. The Lord no. wastes nothing. <laughs> Not no. at all. And we would love to hear, you know, we would love to hear what's been your experience that, what are some things you have learned? What are, you know, what are things that you would have done differently during those waiting spaces or spaces between? Be more patient. That's what <laughs> I would hope more, trust more. <laughs> You know, the other thing too, is we also want to know who would you like us to interview? Who do you want to hear from? What are some topics you guys are interested in? So we would love the feedback on that. Let us know, you know, what are some topics you would love to hear us talk about? What are some, you know, who are some guests you think would be really fun for us to have on? We have been so blessed with so many amazing people so far, and we just want oh to keep gosh. watering your grass. Yes. And we do have fun things coming up. I know we've just been hinting at it, 
We're not quite ready to reveal yet. (laughs) Unveil it as the summer unfolds. So we just thank you all for the support and the love and just continue to like, share, download and to water your grass. Yes. And remember to sign up for our newsletter, our monthly one at girlwateryourgrass.com. So definitely reach out there and let us add you to that. And we appreciate you guys. We will see you next next week. Bye.